All right. Uh, Ken, unless there's any board updates we, we can get to, we can do... Uh, we'll do them at the, the top of the hour. Playoff games. We'll right. do them at the top of the hour. No problem. All right. So again, shout out to our Twitter audience. Hope you enjoyed the actives and inactives. Now we'll take a deep breath and give you our bets for the National College Football Playoff semifinals coming up tomorrow. And Ken, let's start in the Rose Bowl with Michigan and Alabama, where the point spread right now at BetMGM sees Michigan getting bet a little bit this morning. Michigan in between a one and a half and a two point favorite. Total is 45. How are you betting the Rose Bowl with Michigan and Bama? Yeah, really like not a lot of market movement on this game. I know you mentioned like a half point at MGM, just like it's been one and a half to forever. I'm like literally bringing up the uh, the market for the game right now. So uh, market stayed the same. The under has gotten bet a little bit, like open 46, gotten bent down like a point and a half. But I mean, for weeks, this has been the market that you could have bet into for the game. Uh, I, for people who don't know, like I bet a ton of Michigan to win the national championship and then bet them again, like every week for the first month of the season. So I'm like sitting on like a, a pretty monster position on them at really good prices. Uh, so for me, the question is for, for somebody who doesn't have that, it's like, well, what do I bet in the game? And for me, it's like, do I hedge and bet Alabama? And I'll just tell you, like, I, I have zero hedge here. Hashtag zero hedge. Um, I, I like Michigan in the game. I think they're more likely to win than this number, uh, more likely to win the game. I think, like the perception, it's, it's really interesting, right? The perception of this is basically, well, Alabama just beat Georgia and they have a month off. Uh, and Michigan never wins playoff games. Uh, and it's Harbaugh against Saban and uh, Big Ten SEC. Like that should be no contest, like all this stuff. And there's like some truth to some of those things. Like there's no question. I mean, Saban with a, <laughs> Saban with a month off, Saban with a year off is going to be better than Saban with six hours to prepare a, a game plan for a game. Sure. Uh, I said this on Friday. I just think, like not maybe not the market, but just the way people are talking about the game is like significantly undervaluing how good JJ McCarthy is as Michigan's quarterback and how likely it is he was dealing with multiple significant injuries at the end of the season. That's why they weren't passing the ball very much. That's why he was much less effective. Like this was a guy with like a first round NFL talent who was just not playing like it. And then passed the ball in the second half against Penn State. And it's like, well, why do you think that is? And like a lot of people hate Michigan. So it's like, well, because they suck and they were cheating. Be like, or he was really hurt. Like, and so isn't it much more likely he plays better now? Um, Michigan, for me, has been the best team in the country rating-wise basically the entire season. I think they're better than this number. So, uh, yeah, like Saban with, a, with time off helps. The SEC Big Ten stuff, too. And I have less on the second game, so just to take a little bit more time here. Um, yeah, like Alabama was able to stop Georgia from running the ball two and a half yards per carry, something like that. So maybe maybe Michigan's in a lot of trouble with their running game. Also, Auburn shredded Alabama the week before that. So this is where it's like, yeah, if you only watched Georgia, you would be like, oh my God, Alabama, what a juggernaut. It's like, except maybe they're just kind of this like hot, cold, inconsistent team with a quarterback who makes a ton of mistakes, but also makes some really explosive plays. Um, I'm just not sure they're like the SEC juggernaut people kind of think they are. This is not one of the best Alabama teams. This is not even remotely close to the best Alabama defense. It's also not even remotely close to the Georgia defense that gave Michigan a ton of problems a couple of years ago in that semifinal. That's one of the great defenses in the history of college football. And this isn't. So, like, don't watch that game. By the way, all the Michigan players that are on this team, a lot of them played in that game two years ago, and they're still around playing in this game. Like, I, I don't know. I feel like everybody's kind of got this wrong a little bit. I think Michigan's way more likely to win. Uh, second game we can do in a second, and I can do very quickly. But uh, I no hedge. Take Michigan to the finish line. I think they're the most likely team to win the national championship. You had mentioned on the show this week that you had, like, some like potential prop angles in the game that I know sure. Tyler Morales liked as well. Do you want to give those out here? And then, like, we can be really quick with the second game. Also, like, people that have listened to the show, Con, I think you know what we like in the second game also. Yeah, sure. Um, I 
my theory is that if McCarthy's really a lot healthier and if he's going to be able to play a lot better, uh, mobile quarterbacks have given Saban a ton of issues in all the high-profile games that he's lost ever, basically. Deshaun Watson, Trevor Lawrence, Manziel, Cam Newton, um, these all sort of a common thread. They're also all awesome. Maybe McCarthy's not that, um, but he's got a ton of athletic ability. His rushing yards prop is extremely low. A reminder, sacks count against that. So, like, you'll see the Milrow number two and be like, oh, my God, how is it so low? Because he could have, like, negative 70 rushing yards. Like, that's how. But McCarthy's prop, I think, was 11 and a half yesterday for rushing yards. I'll play that over. I think his mobility is going to be, like, a really, really big key to Michigan's success. All right, so that's Michigan and Bama. Ken, give us a quick thought on Texas and Washington. Washington's just been the best coach team all year, uh, the close game team all year, good team, bad team. That ends up being a one possession. They're kind of like the Minnesota Vikings, basically. And uh, and the market expects Texas to put them away. Texas has had a ton of trouble with red zone scoring this year. They're better. I have no question Texas is better, more talented, just like at a number that implies Texas has to kind of blow them out or put them away win by margin. I'll take Washington to at least keep the game close. Obviously, I think they're alive to win the game, too. Yeah, but I'm Washington, I'm pretty leveraged on coming up tomorrow, and I'll, be, I'll bet Michigan also. Uh, so there you have it. Michigan and Washington. Fingers crossed. Let's start 2024 on a good note. Hour one done. Hour two for you coming up on the other side. And we will begin hour number two. We'll go over the board. Then it's the Prop King, Underdog Money.